Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex L. And I'm Libby Delena. Welcome, Welcome to, to This, this Morning, Morning Walk podcast. podcast. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. I don't know why I sang that. I don't know. It just came out like a song. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I love it. And I'm not cheating today. I actually have tea in this mug, not coffee. Tell me about that tea. You and I love this tea. We love this tea. It is a chai. Well, what's the brand? I think it's, is it Col, gosh, Kolkata? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let me look cold, please. I think it's Kolkata chai, K-O-L-K-A-T-A-C-H-A-I.co. Yes, it's Kolkata chai with vanilla bean maple syrup and frothy half and half, and it's top tier. Here I am. I have the same chai. I don't have half and half in it, though. I just have, I actually did, I think it's called whole fat oat milk, and it was frothy. No sweetener. So delish. I mean, it is, to me, that is like total luxury. Full fat oat milk. How does that work? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Is there any fat in oats? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Alex. I don't know. It's magic. <laughs> but I'm going to take it. I'll take all the fat. I love it. Something I cannot get on board with is the oat milk. Okay. I can't. Like all my friends love oat milk, likely because they're lactose intolerant. I may be the only Black person I know who's not lactose intolerant. Like everybody else is. Apparently it's a thing when, when you're Black, which is interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I think Asians too. Anyways, I'm the only one who's not. So I can eat dairy, no problem. I mean, I don't drink milk. I just do the half and half, but I have no issues. And all my friends are like, I can't do that. I'd like oat milk. I'm like, that's gross. <laughs> I know that that's not mature, but you know, like, well, I'll stick with my. No, I mean, I don't mind a whole milk. I, it, that's fine for me. I then switched over to almond milk and then I felt bad for the bees. Also, it's not too much water. I did. Nope. It didn't work. Tasted nice, but I don't think its impact was so positive. So I now switched over to oat milk. Who knows what'll be next, but What'll be next is Libby making her own nut milk. I used to do that when I was vegan. I used to make my almond milk and then save the pulp and turn it into almond flour. So extra and use it for like cookies and stuff. Okay. Okay. Yes, correct. That's next. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct. It actually sounds really delicious. There is one chai I used to love that I would get at a little place in LA and that milk the milk ha- felt like it had little bits of almond in it. It was almost sort of crunchy. It was so delicious. Oh my gosh. And it must have been homemade. It was incredible. So, so yummy. I like that. I like that we've gone on a tangent about tea. What What are we talking about today? What are we talking about? We're talking about the language we use. Yeah. We're talking about the language we use because in our conversation before we started recording, I said a lot of things that were absolute bullshit absolute just bullshit give us an example give us an example 
what what did what did I say? I said you tell what did I say? I said something that was like it was so out of bounds. It was like you were doubting yourself very matter of factly, even though you said, I don't even believe that. I forget exactly what you said, but you're like, I don't even, why did I just say that? I don't even believe that. Well, I'm trying to remember what the context was, but it was something Oh, I don't know, but it was, it was unkind. Mm. I just immediately was, yeah. And then as I said to you, I don't even believe what I just said out loud. And I put my hand on my chest and patted my little chest and said, you know what? I'm sorry. I said that I didn't mean to. I just gave myself a little pep talk, but language matters. Oh, I know there was another incident, (laughs) another situation as we were talking before we started recording about reaching out to somebody who we think we'd like to do a little collab with. And I said to you, I'm scared. She'd never, she'd never respond to me. And then again, I said, why did I say that? Why would I even not give myself a chance before I even tried? Yeah. And I know better than that because that's a lesson for me getting in the ice cold water or honestly going for a walk. Until you do it, how do you even, why would I stop the possibility before I'd even tried? Mm. Not going to do that anymore. Nope. Nope. And I am so guilty of that too, counting myself out before I even try. And something that you said when we were talking, you were like, I wonder where that came from. Like, where does this come from? And so getting super curious about the language that we use, I think is not only deeply healing, but it brings us closer to self-trust. And something that I like to do when I'm feeling kind of out of sorts, of course, is go for a walk and really walk through it and talk through it. Like, why did you just say that? Why are you behaving this way? And I, I spoke at a book club yesterday and I was telling them that it's curiosity that brings us closer to ourselves. Like being curious enough to say, why, how, when, what am I feeling? Where did this come from? Is deeply sacred work. And there's no place I rather do that than outside walking or on my walking pad, just really with myself and thinking, okay, what is going on here? And answering it honestly, like, oh, I learned that from an ex I used to deal with. Or, oh, that's my mother's voice. That's not even my voice. Like really being honest where the language came from, where the language took root from in the first place. What was the seed of its, and why did it take? Why did it germinate? Why did we, Why do I keep holding on to it? It's so fascinating. I will say I was happy that I looped back around and said, gosh, darn, I don't even know where that came from. I don't believe it. Yep. Yep. But I think you're right. For me on a walk, the thing that happens is, you know, we hold space for ourselves on those walks. It is sacred time. It is quiet time. It is gentle. For me, we've talked about this before. The act of gentle moving my body also helps. I'm not sure. I could get curious about some of these things seated quietly someplace, but I think it would take me longer to get to sort of, I don't even want to say an answer, get to the bottom of it. It would take me longer seated 
and quiet than it does outside and moving for me. I, I can be more actively curious about it and explore different answers when I'm moving. And you know what? You know what just came up for me as you were talking about that was, for me, I think it's interesting. I think for me, the reason I do that is I think I have a deeply held belief that people don't like confident women. Mm. So what I do is I begin to dampen it or quiet the confidence or soften it by being sort of, oh, you know, she'll never respond. The person that we we were talking about wanting to reach out, she'll never respond. And again, why even say that? But I think it's this sort of, it's, I don't know, is it fake humility? Is it, is it mm. do you know what I mean? I do. I do. And I just recently printed a shirt that I'm going to be adding to my shop on my website that says, I'm no longer shrinking myself to keep the peace. And it's so important that we realize when we're doing that and keep the peace can mean a bunch of different things, not just within our relationships, Yes, you know, like to keep people comfortable, to keep ourselves comfortable, to keep, you know, the environment steady, because if I'm too big for my britches, then how are people going to see me? I think it's a bunch of different things that we wrestle with, especially as women that need to be unlearned completely. Because if you would have said, I'm going to reach out to her and I think she'll get back to me. That's awesome. Perhaps it's even maybe if you believe it and it doesn't happen, then it's this protection. It's this defense mechanism that, well, I reached out and and I thought she would respond and she didn't, or it just sets you up for less disappointment if you're like, I reached out, I knew she wouldn't respond. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you sort of soften the blow if they, yeah, if it doesn't go as you thought. Which is counting ourselves out and it's not it is. It's bullshit. And if I actually heard you do it or other friends do it, I'd call you out on it just as you did for me. You're like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know about that. I don't know why you said that. So your invitation to me. So we're recording this on the 1st of February, big month ahead, February, my birthday month. And your inquiry to me is what is your word for the month? And it actually took me a minute to sort of come to a place that felt right, exciting, interesting. Well, not even interesting, but felt aligned with where I'd like to be this month. And the word I came out of my mouth was glorious. Mm-hmm. You said, okay, you know, if I hear you say something and it's not glorious, mm-mm, I'm going to let you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need each other for. Like that's communal care because I think so many of us are used to taking care of other people and supporting other people and holding other people that we forget that we deserve that same comfort and care for ourselves. And we need people to remind us. Like Ryan said to me today, as we were walking into Target, he was like, I wish you knew how cool you were to other people. Cause I don't think I'm that cool. And he's like, you're cool to people. You are inspiring to people. And it's crazy that even after 10 years of being in this career, 
writing books, being a teacher, all these things, you still don't think of yourself as impactful. And I'm like, no, I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing what he's like, no, you're different. And so he's my mirror in that regard, you know, like reminding me that I'm allowed to like bask in this joy and this ease and this nourishment in this gloriousness. And I don't have to count myself out because I want to be humble and not, you know, oh, am I being egotistical? Am I being obnoxious? Am I being, what's the word that starts with an A? Am I being arrogant? Like, no, I'm not being those things. Believing in ourselves does not make us those things. And the language that we use is so deeply valuable and transformative for our lives. I mean, you just said it, believing in ourselves is not arrogant, period. By the way, I love you. And can I tell you how impactful you are? And how inspiring you are to so many people. I think you know that. Perhaps you know that, but I would like to mirror that back for you right now. I think your wisdom, your shared learnings, your curiosity, and then sharing your curiosity about yourself with all of us is really deeply important and moving. And I'd like to say three cheers to Ryan for. (laughs) So thank you. It makes me very embarrassed. Guys at home, I am cheesing and blushing and my cheeks hurt because it just makes me embarrassed but thank you I received that thank you for receiving that isn't that interesting that it makes us embarrassed yeah same thing believing in ourselves shouldn't make us embarrassed believing in ourselves shouldn't make us think we're arrogant no actually if we don't believe in ourselves I mean then who Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I don't, again, to get curious about how we've come to a place culturally where that's how, you know, you saying you feeling pink cheeked and embarrassed a little bit and me saying, oh, she'll never respond. It's so interesting. Yeah. We'll have to walk through that. Yeah. We got to walk through that. Do you think it's gendered? Yes. I do. And I think society has made it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's okay because we're dismantling that, you know? We are, that's right. And maybe that's what the invitation for us to recognize this behavior in ourselves and each other is to say, the actually the only way we dismantle it is if we stop that crap. We got to stop it. It's just, yeah, we got to not only believe in each other, we have to believe in ourselves as strongly as we believe in each other and not be embarrassed by, you know, taking up some space and... Yeah, why count ourselves out before we've even tried? It's so just fascinating. Making sure I'm not just doing things just to do them, but I'm doing things with intention and clarity and self-compassion in mind. I just want things to have meaning, the things that I do to have meaning, even if it's small meaning, you know, doesn't have to be big and grand, but like, okay, if I say that I'm going to go for my walk, at 5.30 in the morning, I'm going to be deliberate about going, you know? If I say that at the end of the day, I am going to do my gratitude practice and actually wind down for the evening, I am going to be deliberate and intentional about doing that. So actually something that I'm doing every month is self-portraiture. So yesterday I took my picture for January and at the end of February, I'm going to take my picture. And 
for every month, I am being deliberate about capturing myself with my camera. Photography is my dearest hobby of a love. I love photography. I have so many cameras and I want to start using them and I want to start capturing myself as I walk through the rest of my 33 years and into my 34th year in July. I really just want to be deliberate about how I see myself too. So that's something that I am doing. Oh my gosh. I love that. Are you thinking about what you're going to do with these? Or are they simply, they're going to be put into a folder with a date and it allows you to sort of scroll back and think about what was happening in that time of your life? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I, what I love about that is it sort of ties together what we were talking about is it's sort of being deliberate about our words, being deliberate about our actions, being, well, for me, glorious in all of it. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that word. I may um, shift my word from glorious to deliberate. <laughs> I think we can do that, right? Yeah. Deliberate language. Deliberate language. That's right. Yeah. And it's not far off from mindful, right? Which I think is part of our walking practice is being deliberate, mindful, thoughtful about each step, each walk. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly right. Well, I love you. I know we've already talked about our tea up front. So cheers to chai. Cheers to chai. I love you. Have a great walk today. Love you too. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. This Morning Walk podcast is produced by me, Wayne Bertram. Me, Alex L. And me, Libby Delena. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Your support is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow This Morning Walk on Instagram for weekly journal prompts and photos from our walks. Until next time. Take care. Thanks Thanks for for walking walking with us. us.